Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 170, Watching People Be People. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Etsy as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? So excited to be here with you. Thank you so much for having me. The honor is all mine, and you have an interesting hobby. I'm always down to talk about interesting hobbies. Maybe it's one of my hobbies as well, so you're going to expose a new hobby to me about my own hobby or your own hobby. We're the same person, basically. That's what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> I ever never... Like only till recently, I thought of it as a hobby. It's like oh, just something that I do, but I'm like, actually, it's like a hobby, you know? <laughs> it's a way of life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Every part of life. It, it is. Yeah, I guess it literally is a way of life. You're just watching life be life. <laughs> but you know what? We'll jump into that topic quite shortly. But before we do that, I'm sure the listeners would love to know who is Etsy. So I am a relationship photographer. I take pictures of people in their ultimate state of love and connection. And then we hang up their pictures on the wall, like vision boards. And we take it further by doing, I'm also a creative journal, expressive arch coach. And we journal with the non-dominant hand. More weird stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. Doing all sorts of stuff with your non-dominant hand. You do stuff with non-dominant hand. I'm, I'm, you got my interest in that already. What kind of stuff? Like writing? Because I already write poorly with my right hand. With my left hand would be really not legible. <laughs> yeah. So the point of it isn't the actual writing. The point of it is the process of the writing and what happens when you write with your non-dominant hand. So for me, a lot of sweating. That's, that's basically the process because <laughs> I get so nervous. <laughs> The more you do it, the more you realize how fine it is and like, it's okay and what happens and all the insights that you get from it that you just get excited and you want to do it. You know what? I had a teacher duct tape one of my hands to hold the pencil correctly. So if you want to duct tape my hand, I have experience. If you want, to, want me to hold the pencil correctly, the process. But you know what? Today is not about holding pencils. It's more about things that you see and that is people watching. That is Etsy's hobby. But before we jump into that topic... I'm sure the listeners would love to know where they can find you online, whether it's social media, a website, a project you're working on, or absolutely anything at all. Okay, so social media, you could find me on TikTok, Life Picks Relationships, or on Instagram, Life Picks Photography. Perfect. I'll put those links down below so people can go check that out and show you some love. And now instead of showing some love, we're going to see some love. Weird segue. We're going to talk about people watching. So before we talk about how you got into it, mind giving a definition of what people watching is. So people watching is literally just as it sounds, watching people and just seeing them and seeing what happens when you watch, like what happens to the people, understanding the people and whatever you want to take from the situation. It gives you a way to understand human behavior and how humans are complex but yet simple creatures. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. That is exactly what it is. It's like almost like a degree in like human psychology just by watching people. I have so many questions, but I would be jumping the gun if I asked them right now. So there's got to be some sort of order to my podcast. So we'll, let's start with the beginning. So how did you actually get introduced to people watching? Okay, so I think it is something that I've done my entire life because I always just remember doing it. I was just like amazed at what goes on. Like I'd watch someone and like, hey, like, so I see this person getting into a fight and like, I found that really interesting. Not from like, if they're getting into a fight, but like how they're responding and watching their body language and all those other parts. Or this person is being really nice or this person is doing something in a really interesting way. And I was just like 
wow, that's interesting. And I just continue doing it. Actually, speaking of which, do you ever, let's say, predict or like try to anticipate what is going to be their next move? Or do you go in neutral, not trying to predict anything and just let your mind be amazed by everything they do? Yeah. So I'm like really big into making sure to keep my mind open because like I don't want to be assuming anything or making any judgments before. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I could guess that probably this is what's going to happen next or this is what she's going to do or this happened to her as a child or he does this because of that. So I like have to keep that balance between guessing, but not like saying this is final because I don't really know. It's just watching a stranger. So I can't like judge them by like what I just see. I don't know about you, but hear me out. This sounds really stupid, but I don't know. It maybe captures the mood. You know, when you're listening to a song, you're like, oh, you know, what would be great because you have it on shuffle. And you're like, well, you know, what would be great if this song played next and it's that exact song that plays. You're like, oh. I can predict the future. So like when you watch people or people watch, does it ever happen when you see them do something? You're like, what if they did this? And once they did it, you're like, I could predict the future. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> There's such a satisfaction there. It's like, okay, so I've been watching people for enough years and I know the way people work and, and it just happens so often and it's so cool. And then like, if not, I'm like, okay, so why not? And I need to understand something else more. There's still so much I don't know, even though I think that after so many years, I would know so much, but really not. You are the puppet master. And then when it doesn't go the way you want, you're like, no, 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 no. Okay. I guess I'll add this into my new moves next time. So I know what, I know everything you can do. If you're doing something that I don't know yet, I'll just add it. So next time I'll know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like it's like, okay, so there's another tiny little piece. Okay. So I noticed that if they do it like that, instead of like that, then that means that. So now I could predict even more precisely for the future. Okay, so I have another interesting question. Has it ever happened that you were just watching somebody and they were doing normal patterns and then something completely out of the blue happened? You're like, whoa, this goes against everything I thought would happen or it just doesn't make sense. Has that ever happened? I'm sure, but I can't like think of something specific now. Like I'm really bad at that part. Like I remember the behaviors, but specific stories, my memory is not and me just like don't get along. <laughs> Like, let's say for, let's say if you were to see me down the street and I'm just walking normally and then I decide out of nowhere, no sudden body movement that would indicate that I just take my wallet, throw it on the ground and start jumping on it, pick it up and put it back into my pocket. That would be <laughs> weird. I've never noticed that before and be like, okay, the guy's either has some video camera behind him recording him <laughs> or he's like been dear to do something or there's something else there because that's just really weird. I'd be have like the urge to want to go up and ask him, but like you can't really go up to a stranger mm -hmm. and say like, why did you just do that? <laughs> like, why were you watching me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? My easy answer would be, or for that person, maybe he had a bug in his wallet and he just killed the bug in the wallet. Boom. Then the dead bug is in the wallet. Yeah, he didn't take out oh, the dead yeah. bug. Uh, okay. <laughs> now for you, what do you prefer to observe when you're people watching? Do you, you said you touch a little bit of everything, but is there one thing you prefer to watch? Let's say people at a park or people at the beach, people at a train station or anything like that. My favorite place, also from really young, state of favorite place is an airport. I find it really fascinating because either people who are really excited, they're going on vacation, they're going somewhere and they like, they want to just go with the ready. And there's also those people who are really sad. They're leaving their families and they're not sure what's like, they don't know when they're going to see them again, or it's going to be a while, or they're going to college and they're really nervous. There's like, 
little kids there's old people it's a huge like a mix it's a place where you'll see all sorts of nationalities and just types of people so i love love airports maybe it's part of the reason why i love to travel and i'm guessing because of now it's a little slowed down so what is your let's say covid19 preferred area to people watch (laughs) hey am i allowed to say that in the past few weeks, I was in England twice. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I did get that airportness, but then all the airports are really empty. So there's nothing there, not really so many people. So it's like takes away that. But COVID 19 place, I think malls are also really interesting because that also has a mix, but then like not as much because there's less little kids and less older people. You still will find, but it's also like a really busy place so i like places that are busy but not too busy and too crowded that you can't notice anyone and actually still staying on the topic of covid19 have you realized people's behaviors changed oh yeah i think people are much more not just down but like okay like they lost hope for a lot of things there's much more less thing people aren't as excited you don't see people excited to go to the park or to play outside because I don't know if it's because they've been doing that for so many months because they don't know when this is going to end because of what's going to happen. But for sure, people are more in the negative states. No question about that. So it adds more experience to you trying to figure out like how humans react to a pandemic and how the body language change, kind of like how less people are shaking hands or when they go in to shake hands, they go, oh, wait, we can't do that. Social distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a new pattern of social. Literally, that's what it is. But then at the same time is like, okay, so what's from the past? So, you know, it doesn't take that much brain power to know that if you're going to lock people up in their houses, they're not going to be super happy about that, right? So, you know, certain patterns are predictable and some things could happen, but exactly how it's going to play out. It's going to be different because there's like there was no concept before social distancing, I guess, unless someone was like sick or they were trying to stay away, then there would be one specific person who's just trying to keep away from the crowd. But not everyone social distancing. So it's interesting. We definitely live in a very interesting time for sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like it. Like, not that I like coronavirus, not for a single second. I don't like, I take that back. I don't like it one <laughs> tiny bit. But the, I find it like in the situation, just similar to watching people, but to watching the situation, like going the whole thing from an observer's perspective and watching how people are responding to this situation. And so you say you like to go watch people at the airport. Let's say COVID-19 was done. We found a vaccine and nobody's getting sick and everybody's back to normal. If there is going to be a normal, is there anywhere around the world that you would love to go people watch? I think any place that's a different culture then what I'm used to would be really interesting. So when I know when I go travel to a different place that's really different, then I make no prediction and I just go completely open because things are just so different. So like in the winter, I was in Morocco and things are just like, whoa, it's a different culture. And it's just really interesting to watch how people react and respond in such situations. So any country that has such a extreme different culture than mine is one that I really want to get to. And yeah, there's a lot of cultures around the world. So once everything is somewhat back to normal, you'll have the chance to experience all of them. So hey world, watch out. Etsy is going to just watch you. 
in a nice, kind way. Not <laughs> she's gonna study you. Yeah, it gets really like difficult. Like I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm just trying to like watch you, but at the same time, I res like I have to respect your privacy. So like we have to balance that all out together. But you know what? Here's here's the, my justification. Humans are inherently creatures that learn from other humans. Look at when you were a baby. You learn your habits from watching adults or other kids or teenagers. So it's in us to just watch how humans behave. So you know what? You're doing something that is in our DNA, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just got like a stronger DNA um, chromosome <laughs> of that or whatever it's called in me for people watching, I think. <laughs> You're curious. And I always encourage curiosity when it comes to, for gaining more knowledge, getting smarter and just enjoying life and enjoying how people are people. <laughs> And so actually speaking about people, I guess it's the topic of this whole podcast. Do you prefer to people watch alone or with company? So it's really different. When I watch alone, I could take in much more information, but it is interesting being able to watch with someone and like sharing what I, not, obviously not everything, but if there's something extremely interesting that I just saw and hear their perspective on it. So to answer the question, it's mostly alone. But it is interesting to sometimes be with other people. And has it ever happened to you that you picked up a habit that you've just caught while watching somebody? So let's say, for example, uh, when you you answer your phone with your knuckles, for example, you, you saw somebody who did that and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe I'll integrate that into my own habits. Mm, no, I don't think so. I'd like notice that it's interesting and say like, and maybe I would try it for sure. But I don't think... I can't think of anything that I actually made into habit. I do know about that because I always watched people. I was always as a kid, really self-conscious of maybe having someone stare at me because I know that there's people out there watching until I was like, okay, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> but that for sure. And this might be a very tough question, but what are some common habits you've noticed in a lot of people? Like they all share this odd thing they do, but it's just... A lot of people you saw do it. Okay. I don't think this is so odd, but I've seen so many people do it. Is people try to control other people and just tell them what to do. People don't even realize how much they tell people what to do. Like someone's like walking to put something in the garbage and they say, put this in the garbage. While the person was anyways doing that. Or like take your things and go there. Just controlling way more. I don't know if controlling is the right word, but more like telling people what to do way more than people think than, I mean, at least I think that more than what's necessary. And I would imagine it's more present when an adult is speaking to a child. <laughs> yes, but not only it could even be like a husband and wife, like one of them is always telling the other person what to do or coworkers, one is always telling them what to do or many of them are always telling each other what to do. I got an experience like that where I did not know what was the right answer. My mother was telling me something, then my wife was telling me something, and they're both beside each other. Who do I listen to? <laughs> Ooh, that's a really tough one. Who, do you, who did you listen to? I pretended I didn't hear anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I like I that. So okay. I disappointed both, both of them. There you go. So, so no favorites. And uh, it was like something simple, like, oh, put that carrot on that table. Oh, no, put it on the bench. I'm like. Uh, I just I'm decided, just oh, I'm just, right gonna, I'm, I'm just, I just ate it <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> there, uh, okay. it's compromise. <laughs> right. Compromise it. 
That's why he compromises because then nobody is happy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for you, what is your preferred time of day to go people watching? Sunset time in specific areas that could be really like good. It's like not too late in the day, but people are like heading down. It's interesting. It's a very transition time. They're like coming, they're leaving work, but they're like, they have their whole night routine afterwards. And what's going on? Are they like getting ready for something? Are they just like winding down? That's a really interesting time. But is in a place like an airport, it could be any time of the day, you know. And now we talked about the actual aspect of watching the people. But do you do any, let's say, type of documentation? Like write down habits you've noticed or, I don't know, reactions or anything like that. Any sort of data that you keep for yourself? So I don't write anything specifically down. But I, all for me saying before, I have a really bad memory, which is true. My brain processes all the information. And then I use that as a reference point for when I watch people later on. So whether it's that specific person or people in general, or even next time I see a stranger, automatically my brain has that data of trying to compare them to someone else who I have seen in the past, not in a comparison mean way, but rather what will I be able to predict about this person or what type of personality does this person have based on other information that I know that with people that have that did this sort of thing or has this sort of personality. When you say you people watch, do you, let's say, also analyze people when you watch them on TV shows or TV or anything like that? I know TV shows is scripted, but do you ever watch anything that's, say, on the internet, YouTube videos or anything like that, then you just watch people from there as well to just see how they react in front of cameras if they have different types of personalities. For sure. Those are the coolest. Like you see them on like camera and then you see them off. That is really, really interesting. But I like I literally watch people everywhere. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm watching people. I walk from my house to my car. I'm watching the people around me. Everything is being watched. So it just because it's on screen, my brain won't know how to shut off and not be able to watch and analyze their behaviors and what they're doing. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know how, let's say, confrontational you are. But I remember this one time a few, I think a month ago, I was grocery shopping and I saw this individual who was in the leaf greens looking for vegetables. And he had a mask on because everybody was wearing a mask. But then he picks up, I think it was a kale or broccoli or something like that. He picks it up, pulls down his mask, puts that uh, leaf green, the legume, in his nose, smells it, and then goes to put it back. No way. And I'm like, excuse me, you can't do that. He's like, oh, oh sorry. And he took it in. Because during a pandemic, you shouldn't be doing that. But that goes to show old habits die hard, right? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that. Like, you, there's like that barrier of the mask and it just like, even still, you still want to go and do that. Actually, uh, has it ever happened to you that you saw somebody do something they shouldn't have done at all? And you're like, like, how did you react? Okay, so I might be like angry within sort of thing or be really upset, but I don't like just going and confronting people like that. That's really not my speed. I'm like, okay, they could be their own person, do their own thing. If I'm going to take from that broccoli, I'll make sure to take from far away sort of concept. Maybe it's not nice because that could be affecting other people. So maybe that's wrong. But I don't think I would just go up. That's not my type of thing to do. You know what? If you and I are together, you see somebody do that, he's like, Alex, go. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yeah. know if I would like things. I don't know if I would want, like, I would think of 
that person's point of view? Did he do it purposely? Okay. Okay. It's very different. It's really hard to answer this question in a pandemic when it's like affecting the whole world. Right. So it could be, it probably was right to go and do that. But I'm thinking of like, let's say a parent going and doing something different to his kid. And I think he should have raised his kid differently. Me going over and telling him that he yelled at his kid is wrong. Isn't really going to change the way he parents his kid so there's no point in me just going and telling it to him it's a very thin line no i see what you mean yeah for me i was just worried that if somebody else was, i wasn't going to take that one i wasn't planning to but if somebody else were to take it i was just thinking of them yeah and it would suck that i know the chances were very low at the time well low or high i don't know what the chances were but that was just the my thought in the process inside I'm like i don't want to just leave this behind and then somebody else gets sick but I wasn't yeah, rude. Was I, was, like, I, was, really? I was polite. I was kind of like just firm, but polite. But I just wanted to make a point that, hey, you can't really do that, especially because you have the mask. You, under, you understood you wore the mask getting in. And yeah, this is this. But this is just me. I just I want to make sure everybody's OK. If you're doing something for yourself, go ahead. If it affects somebody else, then I, I might uh, step in. My wife says I do that too much. So I'm going to learn to back off. I'm going to take your advice and my wife's advice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take it from me. Take it from her so she could get the credit. Yes, yes. Thank you, honey. <laughs> and for you, what would you say is the best part about people watching? The amount that I learn from it is for sure the best part. Like I said, I literally feel like I could almost get a degree in it because like I just learned so much just from people. And like it even was what convinced me, encouraged me. I don't know what is what led me to doing my job of taking pictures of couples and seeing them, how they connect with each other, because that's the whole connection and that whole body language and how they behave. So I just find it fascinating. I know it's a little off topic, but do you speak with your hands? So much. I speak with my hands. I speak with my face. I get told I can't play poker because my eyes just say everything. I'm like, open book. <laughs> Yep, I'm not. I'm the same. I'm an open book with the pages ripped out on the ground, just flying around everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. That gets much more complicated. <laughs> yeah. So, but I I do speak with my face, my whole body. It's it's the language. I heard that a lot of information is translated through body language, which is pretty cool. Yeah, more more. I don't know if numbers. I don't want to give numbers because I'm going to say them wrong, but majority of the thing that's why like i could be walking down the street and just seeing people watching people right seeing their body language and find that like learn so much just from them and the funnest part is like if let's say you're walking and you like so you watch them coming down and you're walking in the other direction so you see them for some seconds or so already ready like some assumptions are going through and then you pass by them and you hear like one sentence of their conversation right so not like real listening in but you just hear that one sentence so like it doesn't really mean anything and she told that to me that da, 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 or like he got really angry that i did this and it's like okay now that adds another piece <laughs> puzzle and then you're curious like then what then what happened wait can't end it right? like that because <laughs> of their body language you could go and figure so much out so even though you don't hear the rest of the story you're like okay so she's that and she's thinking that and wants that and it's just way too cool and for you what was your biggest challenge when you first started people watching probably like just going to more places like i loved it i always wanted to go more places but because i did it so little like there's a limit to where what places i could go to watch more people like i guess it depends where my parents took me you know what i mean literally from zero 
But I think also a really big one is making sure that I'm not staring because I don't want to give off that impression. I'm not trying to stare. I'm trying to take in information from everyone. So for that two seconds, you looked extra interesting and I looked at you for two extra seconds. Ooh, yeah, I've gotten an a whole lot of really bad glares because people didn't like it. And what is your latest challenge? I think that is still my latest challenge of making sure not to stare. I'm way better than I was like when I was four years old, but still needs improvement. I just have to be really, really careful. So on that note, you're talking about just staring. Does that mean you have improved your peripheral vision? Mm, I don't think so. My eyes have just gone worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the answer. I don't think so. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like human connection is always good. Sometimes when I walk and I see somebody walking right beside me, I look and they look, we make eye contact and I do a little smile. Do you do that? Just to show like friendliness. Do you ever do that? Depends on the person and it depends if I feel like they would want it. So many times, yeah. But like if I think that maybe not, then I won't. Like it's not like blanket, like always. Like depends on the situation. It's not like a super big smile either. (laughs) That also depends. Like sometimes it's like, okay, let's give this big cheesy one because that's what they want. And they flash back an even bigger one. Well, it's funny you say that because I do this thing. I don't know why. But if I'm walking and then I see there's two situations. There's one time there's a school bus that came by and then I decided to just do a giant stupid wave and all the kids were looking at me angry. And then there's one kid on the bus who did the same stupid wave back. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Also, I walked by a retirement home and I saw a a retired person just sitting on the balcony looking at people, people watching. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to wave to him. And I waved to him and he waved back. And just like, you know, it's those little moments. Oh, yeah. People really like that. So have you ever done that where you just like you saw somebody and you just decided, you know what, I'm going to wave. Yeah, sure. Like together with that smile, like randomly just <laughs> go and do that. Well, especially if they notice that I'm staring at them, then like I have to do something to make sure that I'm not doing anything crazy, you know, like show them that I'm not crazy and I'm not trying to stalk them or something, but just giving them that smile or especially little kids, they love it or like old people. So it really depends on what's going on. For half a second, when you said you had to do something, I just imagined you when you were caught, like somebody saw you looking at them, you're like, oh no, I'm going to do a magic trick. <laughs> right? Like, you know, like you wave to someone from behind. This is like you're looking at someone like from far away. It's really good to do that in the airport. That works really well. <laughs> <laughs> now watch me disappear. <laughs> and this might be a tough question, but has people watching ever stressed you out? Actual people watching didn't stress me out. But sometimes I would watch a situation that I really didn't like and would make me really angry. Like a parent do something to a kid that I really didn't like or someone get into a crazy, crazy fight. And I usually like I'm like I'm disconnected. I don't have what to do with the situation if someone just gets into a fight. But if someone's doing something that I think is just not right to the other person, I might not be like you and go over to them and stop it, but it will make me really upset. Once again, just call me and I'll come. Okay. (laughs) What are some misconceptions about people who people watch? I think a lot of people think that very judgmental. I know for sure for me, I really try, like I make a priority over anything. Before assumptions, it's like being open. I don't know. What is it? Maybe I'm just like a complete outside stranger who knows nothing about you. 
I have no right to go and make that judgment. So people really think that like, okay, so now you're going and judging everyone and saying this person's bad and this person's good and this person's just nasty. And like, maybe not, you know, we really, really, really not. Because we make those assumptions and like, especially if I'll say like, oh my goodness, like I knew that they would go and do that or I tell someone like I'm people watching with someone. I said like, okay, so now I know she's going to go and turn around and do that or she's going to go and yell or she's going to whatever. And then it actually goes and happens. Then it's like, that is like showing the other person or the people around you that you are judging and assuming that person because you are saying that they're going to go and hit that person. But that's not coming from a place of trying to judge a person, but just like I've watched so many people, humans are all work basically the same way. And that's why someone like that is going to do like that. So that's what happened. What has people watching taught you in life? What has people taught? People watching taught me that emphasize the fact of, that we live in our patterns and we do things without even realizing and without thinking. So automatically by doing this, this is what's going to happen. And you do like this and that. And if you want to change something, you have to be extremely conscious and work really hard. And it's going to take really long till it goes and create this new pattern. Just like, oh, I want to be better. I want to do it differently is not going to happen. So because we're wired to go back to what was before, then it takes a lot of willpower and a lot of work and it actually gives me this greater admiration for people who used to be one way and then worked hard to go and be a different way. If you don't mind me asking, is there any habit of yours that you conquer? I guess I wouldn't say conquered, but you're like, oh, I no longer do. Like you had the willpower to stop doing because you either it was weird or you didn't like it. Let's say for me taking off my socks and leaving them on the ground that my wife doesn't like that habit. I'm slowly getting better at it. But is there anything like that that you forced yourself to try to not do? So one, I'm in major improvement. Like I have still have a long way to go, but I've been a big, big improvement. Um, I don't know how much you noticed how many times I interrupted you. It was quite a few, but a couple of years ago, it would have been seven times the amount. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got a way to go, but that is one habit that we're working on. You know what? You can interrupt me as much as you want. I can't interrupt you. That's that's the rule of this podcast. I can be interrupted at any point because I talk way too much. <laughs> Why is that the rule? But you're the host, you know? I'm the host, but it's your episode. Boom. Plot twist. <laughs> Ooh, okay 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 and since it is your episode do you want to present this hobby to the world or use it more as an escape from reality either way i don't like if anyone wants to go and do it go right ahead go and do it i don't really view it for myself as a res escape of reality because i do it whatever i'm doing i'm meeting people i'm just watching them obviously sometimes it's more concrete than others but I don't look at it so much as escape of reality. So either way, I don't have like, uh, if you want to try it, try it. If you don't, I don't mind if you don't. And for those who do want to try it, do you have any word of advice for them? I'm going to go back to what I said before about being open. I think it's so important. Go ahead, watch people. You'll learn so much. You'll love it. I mean, I do. So I know other people will also, but just make sure, be really conscious that you're open and you're being non-judgmental. And if you're nervous of being caught or somebody seeing you, start off with, let's say, YouTube videos. Watch people on there. Just simple things, baby steps. You don't have to go full out and observe every single human being at, in New York, for example, just at Times Square. That's a lot of people to observe. <laughs> when you're in such a place, then it, 
you could observe everyone because nobody notices they're so busy. There's so much going on there that like you could literally just stare at a person and they just might not notice really possibly because there's so much noise. You could stare at me. I am completely oblivious to things. <laughs> I don't notice when people look at me. <laughs> no, well, maybe like, I do. You know, maybe. <laughs> everybody does. When you someone's staring at you and just like looking at you, you feel it on you. I think. No? Does everybody feel Actually, it? Actually, you know what? I changed my mind. Yes, I do realize when people look at me. I absolutely do realize. <laughs> Does it bother you? Uh, it depends on why they're looking at me. If I have toilet paper hanging on my shoe, if they're looking at me like that, yeah, I find that funny. Um, if it's a form of discrimination, nah, not so much. Okay, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Toilet paper and there's a, there's a threshold. And uh, so we talked about this at the beginning of the episode, but I'll ask it again at the end. Do you have any social media links, websites, projects, or absolutely anything at all that you love to share? It can be related to people watching or it can be related to absolutely anything at all. Just to repeat the links I said before, TikTok Life Picks Relationships, Instagram Life Picks Photography. And if you want to listen to the podcast where we don't actually watch people, but we take away you take apart human behavior and how we behave and how you could have an amazing relationship you could check out life picks relationships podcast on all major platforms that's perfect i'll put all those links down below so people can people can go check that out and show you some love and i'm sure etsy is learning from this episode right now she's like yes i'm learning more about alex who he's a weird one but this is more data for for my memory bank. <laughs> no, he's weird. He's extremely interesting to talk to and has a lot of great things to say. And a lot of questions. That's that's basically the story of my life. I'm just a very curious person like you. We're very curious people. Literally. I was about to say, that's what <laughs> I do. I meet people and I just shoot questions away. So it's good to be on the other side of the table sometimes. Yes. Flipping the table, flipping the questions and flipping the people. No, we're not going to flip the people. We don't know. We're, we're going to stay on our feet. <laughs> And so I'll put all those links down below so people can go check that out. And now for the last question, do you have any questions for me about people watching? Okay. Have you ever tried people watching without even like thinking this is a hobby, but just watching people? Yeah, absolutely. I'm very curious about human behavior. I love how humans interact with other people. I don't, I hope I don't come off as creepy. I try to be respectful and... No, I just, I like human behavior. It's not kind of like why I got into this podcast about interviewing people about their hobbies, just to learn more about their behavior and them as a person. So yeah, I, I enjoy it. So we're really similar, I see. Yes. We're the same person. I'm interviewing myself again. There's so many people that are me in this podcast. <laughs> are there anyone, is there anyone who's like completely not, you're like, okay, this is just not me in any which way. Oh, yeah, of course. There's a lot of people. A lot of guests are not me. They're like complete opposite. But this is a learning opportunity. So I get to learn from them. And it's a judgment-free zone. So to each their own, right? Yeah, I love that. Of course. And it's always a learning process. So that's a great thing. That is true. So there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Etsy, for just coming on and just sharing your passion of learning about human behavior and people watching. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. It was really interesting talking to you and answering all your questions, especially <laughs> someone so similar like me. 
Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And if people would love to learn more about you, I'll put all the links down below so it'll be very easy to find. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the podcast and want to leave a review, you can. You can go leave it on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or anywhere you can leave podcast reviews. And if you want to show some more support for the podcast, this is completely optional, but I do sell merchandise on Redbubble and I also have a Patreon. So all those links will be down below so you can go check that out. So once again, thank you so much, Etsy. Thank you. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.